0: welcome welcome to generating x i'm g Cope. c Rob, jt in the house all right so today uh juneteenth was this past weekend so we decided we were going to talk a little bit about juneteenth and i don't think we all put our thoughts together or talked about this pre uh recording because there's so many thoughts going on in all of our heads as I was telling them off off camera, off screen, off pod, um, I have thoughts about X, Y, and Z. And I guess what I wanted to do was start with, I'm not trying to explain what Juneteenth is to anybody at this point in time. You should know what Juneteenth is, that's one. But I found a lot of things interesting about Juneteenth and, and how we treat it as a people and how America treats it as a country. And how America treats us for having it. The first thing I want to say is this: Happy Father's Day to everybody, because it you know Father's Day was on the same day as Juneteenth. My guys on on, on this on this podcast, they're both very good, very proud fathers. Um, example of what you example of what you should be as, as a father. Uh, I can definitely say that about both of them. To America, you can have two things at once. You can have ice cream and cake at the same time. You can have steak and potatoes at the same time and enjoy it. And Juneteenth and Father's Day can be on the same day. Because guess what? Father's Day is not always gonna be on Juneteenth. It's not always gonna be on June 19th. It may be on June 12th, June 13th, June 14th, June 20th. Ease up a little bit there. Ain't nobody trying to take your Juneteenth day away. And what? Why I'm saying this is because the team that I love, the Green Bay Packers, Wisconsin, a state that I'm from and I love, the Green Bay Packers had put out a happy Juneteenth tweet on Twitter, celebrating Juneteenth. That's what it was. And I scroll down in the replies and the comments, and how many people, well, it's Father's Day. Oh, it's Father's Day, Father's Day. Why not Father's Day? Why June? But guess what? Green Bay Packers put out five minutes before they put out the Juneteenth tweet. Happy Father's Day. So I scroll down, ain't nobody talking about, well, it's Juneteenth, it's Juneteenth, it's Juneteenth. So as I'm looking through these things and I'm seeing Packer fans fighting each other, and this one guy replied to everyone who complained about them putting out the Juneteenth tweet, tweet and not putting out a Father's Day tweet. He goes, I hope in their in their Father's Day tweet, you put that it was Juneteenth. <laughs> like he was going <laughs> at it. And it's just like, why, does, why so much hate for a day? And I know Corey's gonna get into this a little bit later. You have your day of freedom, July 4th, 1776. You in 364 other days. Where you proclaim your <laughs> freedom. No, where you pro- proclaim your freedom. But realize people like me, that look like me, people that look like C-Rob, people that look like JT, we're not free. That Independence Day don't mean shit to me. And probably since I was, and we'll get into this next week, probably since right. I was in sixth grade, that Independence Day ain't mean shit to me. Right. Now back to June 10th. Yeah. And Columbus Day. Columbus Day. And Columbus Day. Back to Juneteenth. Another thing that grinded my gears <laughs> is all of a sudden all these corporations, when it became a national holiday, now they want to push out Juneteenth stuff. Juneteenth ice cream. Jun- you know, yo, we celebrate Juneteenth. I was waiting for Tesla to put out a, a Juneteenth tweet. So we can talk about how he got sued for discriminating against minorities, right? You know, it's like, oh, we're all inclusive. No, you're not. Stop, stop. It's the corporations once again, they're going to turn this into something ugly. It's like greed and money. Let me see how I can capitalize. Let me see how many black people I can get to buy my product because I'm putting out a tweet or selling a product Juneteenth day, you know, instead of us really understanding and celebrating to me. And and I say this in this way. Juneteenth is a celebration. It's a day. And it's a day very special to a group of people. I can use that as as, like uh, uh, Rosh Hashanah. I don't see corporations out there pushing Rosh Hashanah ice cream. That's a celebration for the Jewish people. Right. right. Because they don't want to demean it. They don't want to to lower its value. Because there will be a whole bunch of shit if they start lowering that value. But they don't think twice about doing it to Juneteenth. Those are my thoughts on the Juneteenth. I hope everybody celebrated that day who it meant something too, Because I, I sat down with my, my daughters. We watched a little bit of Roots. The, the original Roots with LeVar Burton. Um, we watched some documentaries. You know, and, and kind of what that day led up to now. And before I hand it over to Corey, while I'm talking about the documentaries before I forget, two documentaries that I did watch that everybody should watch. Not directly tied to T, but they put them out for T. One is a documentary called After Jackie. And it's about three ball players who played for the St. Louis Cardinals. And they were the group after, not the group directly after Jackie Robinson, but the group after um, Hank Aaron and Willie Mays. And it was Bob Gibson, Kurt Flood and uh, Bill White and and the things that they had to go through and how they had to be better than everyone else. And everyone knows that Bob Gibson was so good as the pitcher that they had to lower the mound for that dude. That Kurt Flood is the reason why all these baseball players are making so much money. You know, and, and the things that how they went to spring training and they couldn't be at the same places that the rest of their team was to the point where they were so good at the point they started pushing back where the team would say, hey, we're moving out. We're moving out of this town in Florida, unless everybody's able to stay in the same place. So that was really good. The other one I watched is, ah, man, I can't remember what it's called, but it's about the 1936 Olympics, sports related. I like sports related. But they talk about the 17, 18 black athletes went to the 1936 Olympics. We only know or really hear about one and that's Jesse Owens. They talk about the other 17. Okay. There were 16 men to win and they talk about how those athletes had to put, you know, deal with segregation and how there was a struggle, a fight between the Black community, like the Black newspapers. One of the Black newspaper editors who was very powerful said that they should boycott, because why would you go represent a racist country against another racist country? You're just gonna prove whose racism is better, basically. Then another black editor for another newspaper came out and said, you know, no, we need to go to show that we can compete with everybody. And at times we are better than everybody, you know, and we will demand, you know, equality, freedom, all those things, he thought that, you know, excelling in Olympics would open up doors. I mean, it basically, and not even really open up doors for Jesse Owens. And the rest of them were pretty much forgotten. And the reason why I bring this up is because I've listened to a lot of documentaries, read a lot, didn't know too much about the other 17 athletes. Jackie Robinson's brother was actually one of those athletes. He was one of those 17. They won out of, out of the point system that they give in the Olympics, half of those points were from the African American athletes. Basically, you United States wouldn't have dominated that Olympics if it wasn't for those African American athletes. Another one who I found out, um, Metcalf, Ralph Metcalf, he went to uh, Marquette. Didn't even know. And they tell a story about how he's running in Georgia, just running to be running, you know, whatever, running in clubs and everything like that. And he said the northern schools would come down to the south. And tell these athletes, hey, come up there because they ain't gonna let you run down south. And that's what Marquette did. They had this cat go up there. He he won a uh silver in, in LA in 32, one won, was second to Jesse Owens in 36, and he was uh on the four by one hundred goal in 36. And and you don't hear about these things. And that, that's a dude who who went to school in Milwaukee, became a state uh state congressman, I believe. You know, and it's just things that we don't have access to and things that I wish I would have learned earlier, and that ties into yeah. Juneteenth, where it's not until now that we're really starting to celebrate and embrace Juneteenth. So that's, those are my thoughts, and I'm gonna let, I guess, who wants to go next?
1: I can jump in, man. Hey, well said. Thank you. Um, Colt, I I just got a history lesson. Thank you. Um, 1936, right away, like I'm I'm am a track dude. I ran track in high school and and um Jesse Owens was a man, you know, man, pissing pissing Hitler them off, man. But um and you relate a lot of a lot of things you just said uh mentioned examples sports related, or you want to put an analogy in a you know, in sports. Well, that's one thing that sports does. Sports kind of um covers up. When you got that team, um, that camaraderie um in the locker room. I mean, we play high school football with a bunch of dudes that from different races and we were just we were tight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We were a tight-knit group and we had a good time with the with the with the Caucasian folks, um, Mexican, um, the Puerto Rican, whatever the race was, Asian. I mean, we we play and it, it kind of does break down barriers. But at the same time, it can cause friction um, when race uh, relations come into play. If it's a, um, a George Floyd situation, or if it's uh-huh. a a reporter or something saying, just shut up and dribble, entertain me. You know what I'm saying? I mean, majority of the NFL players, majority of the NBA players you know, are, are black Americans. So sometimes when it comes to that, just entertain me. I don't want to hear anything else from you, but I, I like, you know, you can always tie the majority of the time tie some type of race relation back to sports or if it's breaking down barriers or if it's causing more friction. So you definitely gave me a history lesson on that. Now back to Juneteenth um, on that topic. When I think about Juneteenth, I got to go back way back further uh, mm-hmm. with this, so-called Emancipation um, Proclamation from Lincoln. Um, So Juneteenth, the slaves were so-called freed in what,
0: 1865? 63, the Emancipation Proclamation. Right,
1: right. But it took three years plus or two years plus for that information to travel. Of course, we're not in a cell phone age and technology age. However, so it took that long for it to travel down but then some of those slave owners still held their slaves well after until they were forced to let them go. So I, I think about all the way back then, I think about when, um, like you said, July 4th, and we'll talk about that more. Um, it didn't take to me to, to get out of high school, well out of high school to learn more about July 4th and, and what it means to people, because. I look at it differently now as I'm an, as an adult. As you mentioned, you know, you said you don't care about it. Um, in so many words, it doesn't mean as much to me as it did when I was growing up because I was unaware um I done not put together that we they were celebrating freedom while still Bondaging others. Bondaging others. That, exactly. look, that look like us.
0: They were celebrating a man's words who, who, who talks about freedom and independence, Thomas Jefferson, and he owned slaves
1: and he was raping right. a 14 year old girl. So I don't right. you know. So as I got older, July 4th is not a priority. I don't look at it the same, I don't view do it the same. And I going back to those times of like the Civil War, and I'm gonna tie it back to Juneteenth, whatever. Um, Civil War, we were learned in public education um, that it was the freaking slaves, but it was bigger than that. It was about economics. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the North was the South was killing the North when it came to to economics because they had free labor. They didn't have to pay out anything, but they were getting, you know, they were bringing in and sending their goods that, that was managed, that were produced by the slaves, you know, those that were in bondage, all across the, the world, back to Europe, making money off of that. You know, so it was not, I think it was like maybe the fourth or fifth down the line when Lincoln, you know, was thinking about it. They didn't want to divide the country because they didn't want to come back and be vulnerable. When you divide it, you vulnerable. Other countries can come back Europe British probably want to come back and take over if you know so they had to build that stronger union uh, within the United States so when I think about Abe Lincoln yeah you know he signed the bill but at the same time he was trying to send African back out of the country once he' like hey do you want to go back we'll send you back yeah, yeah, you know because we a, don't we, we don't have any use for you you're not going to be treated fairly here ever
0: I think, and that's the thing that let me, I'm sorry, I just want to jump All in. good? America has this way of whitewashing, for lack of a better word. It's presidents, it's figures. Lincoln, the great emancipator. Lincoln didn't believe in the equal rights of, of, of black people. Lincoln didn't even think black people were smart until he met Frederick, Frederick Douglass. Frederick Douglass, he, that, he met the first black man because he, he was around servants. Who were uneducated? Then he met the first black man, self-educated black man, and he realized that this dude I'm standing to, he's smarter than me, and that's when Lincoln's mind started to turn. You know, so let's not think think Lincoln was it. Project Douglas too, huh? I think Donald Trump met Frederick Douglass, too. Uh, J- Donald Trump could have met a janitor. You know, Donald Trump could have met a sixth grader. He'd be smart. Isn't he?
1: <laughs> like, wow, man, who
0: is that intelligent yeah, young man? Yeah. Right Who's, there? That? Who's that Frederick
2: Douglass, he's doing a great job, too.
0: Yeah. I remember they thought he was still alive, right? Oh, my yeah. God. Right. You know? Right, exactly. yeah. yeah. Exactly. You know, Thomas so, Jefferson, George Washington, when we talk about these people, let's put the caveat, they fought for freedom. Of, of the country of America. They fought for their own freedom, their own independence while they were holding slaves. Now I can't say John Adams is an interesting, interesting character. Didn't own slaves, was not well liked <coughs> because he wasn't a southerner. He was from Massachusetts. Not only, and him, they have letters between John, and I'm getting off the subject, I'm sorry. But they have letters between John Adams and his wife where they talk about, you know, slavery, abolition of slavery. And they also talk about women's rights, where they're going back and forth about women's rights and things like, like his wife is saying, you know, yes, African-Americans should be free in this, but also remember the women are can't vote, can't do this. And he says, yes, I understand. And they go through, you know, the nuances of not being able to push these certain agendas because of the Southerners, because they're outrank. Right. One of the reasons why Alexander Hamilton was not liked he was anti-slave. Um uh, and he was part black. <laughs> That's another reason why he wasn't like his mother.
1: A lot of a lot of those, yeah. a lot of those yeah. folks, man. I mean, they did even
0: have things where, where, you know, they were calling him a lotto, they were calling him different things. They just didn't he he was a self-made person that came from nothing, and they knew that he was part, you know, black. And it was something that bothered them. Right. How, can, how how can this guy be? This race and be smarter than me. And it, it especially Thomas Jefferson he got in his crawl, you know. But back to Juneteenth. I'm sorry, go ahead, Corey. I'm sorry.
1: No, it's all good, I man. That's what this podcast is all about, man. Um, so when I when I when I I, I can recall um just being a little kid mm-hmm. going to Juneteenth celebrations here in Milwaukee, man, going down up third street, when mm-hmm. they had it, was it from Burleigh or North Avenue? Yeah. Um, and it still goes on. It's still okay. it still popping to this day. But I just, you know, those were my earlier days right? of celebrating, but you not didn't, really knowing what I was celebrating for. That's what I was gonna
0: say. We couldn't fully understand it because we never really learned about
1: it. Right, it wasn't even- We even just knew it was family, a day, right. Yeah, even my family, you know, maybe they did say, hey, it's when the flames got free. And that was probably, you know, the, to the extent of it. but. I, I can still remember black folks going down there, um, eating good, listening to music, having a good time, and, and just enjoying life. So that's my early memories of it. And then as I got older now, as you start thinking deeper and more outside the box, i related to July 4th and, what a scam and the saying July 4th is um
0: can, can I pause you, I could, can I pause you real quick
1: like Christmas. Then it's the second time you pause I'm, so, I'm
0: sorry but I have
1: to put this in you got so much
0: and I want people to listen like because I think <laughs> when people who are not black hear this they think we're like angry black men or we're anti-white and we're not we're not we're just telling you our feelings our emotions growing up as black males in America. This is how we feel. I mean, our whole lives we had to listen and understand how everyone else felt. We just want people to know how we feel. It ain't right. no racist, no hate. No, no nothing. I treat with I treat
1: everybody with love, yeah. man. No. I'm not gonna lie, I treat but everybody I want, with love. You know, because
0: people people there's a certain segment of the population that they're uncomfortable by talks like this, and then they right. shut it off. And I think that's the problem too. Well, you know. We need, have, we need to
2: have more uncomfortable conversations in society That's nowadays. Yeah.
1: As, as black Americans, we this was instilled in us at a young age. You know, race was always a topic. Well, you know, be it something positive or negative, it was always a topic. You know, is I can recall just going to a certain environment that was different from our own growing up. But my mother would be like, hey, don't get out there and embarrass me. You know what I'm saying? You don't get out there, mm-hmm. whatever.
0: You know? Don't so, touch nothing. Don't. Do, yeah, you know, yeah, you know. You know? know. So it was.
1: It was always. It, it was instilled in me as a as a young age. So I I knew about race. Maybe not to the uh, extent that I do now, of course. But I, I knew it existed. It's just something that's in the black community. it's is talked about? Because it's always there for us. Because we. We know if you walk into an environment, into a store, into whatever, it's a good chance you're going to be judged. You know, they, they're they're looking for you to behave a certain way. Um, and yeah, so back to Juneteenth. You, yeah. Hey, you got something to say, Coke?
0: No, I'm <laughs> done. I'll interrupt JT when he goes. Yeah. Just... So That's all right, because
2: I got a list. I'm writing stuff down.
1: I know you right. got a list. That's why I'm going to interrupt you. <laughs> So I yeah so I I look at it as um, it took two or three years for the last slave to be you know free um, after this this bill was signed Um, I still think about they trying them trying to send um, blacks back to Africa or get them out the country because we don't have any use for you anymore. You know, you can't produce or manufacture cotton in Li- Liberia, anything. right? Yeah, yeah. Hey, we'll pay for you. Hey just get on out. But you know that that's the thing about it is, unlike every other race of people, we can't go back to Africa and assimilate and probably be welcome with open arms like folks that were who got heritage, heritage in, in Germany. And just all across the world, if something happened here in America where we had to get out, we can't go back, you know, to but, Africa, but our homeland. Let Let me. Th- I'm sorry, I had to interrupt you again. But we shouldn't go back.
0: We We shouldn't go back because I'm no, gonna tell you this.
1: And we did to go back
0: more more than anyone else. And I, you know, you can take this. Anybody can take this the way they want to. More than anyone else. America is ours. It was built, its success was built on the backs, the rape, the separation of family of our people. Why do you the, think we the, have the rights the, the rights people have now, fighting for minimum wage when they're in, in, in the South when the garbage man went on strike. Just advances that have been made have been made on the backs of the sweat of our people. So
1: no, I'm not going back anywhere. Bro. <laughs> But you know, some some folks went back, but other folks was like, "No, nah, man, hey, I mean, from generation upon generation upon generation upon generation, you can't go back." I hear, I hear, you know, older coworkers and friends talk about their homeland. You know, they, you know, they got, they still got family members, cousins, or, or whatnot. Maybe a niece or nephew who lived back in Poland or something like that. We can't relate to that, man. I know I can you can we can't relate because this is what we know, and that's why, um, majority of those that were set free so called set free out of that chattel slavery, um, didn't go back, man. Because, like you said, cope, this thing here was built on the backs of our ancestors, and that should mean something, uh, um, when you go into it, all right, man. I'm- JT, (laughs) do your list, brother.
0: Do your list, brother.
1: He's taking notes, man.
2: Okay, so there, there, there's a few things that came up in the previous conversation. And, um, gee, I I was kind of surprised that in your conversation, you didn't bring up information you just recently shared with us. What are we talking about? In what conversation? Uh, On the link.
0: Right, which conversation are we talking about? Nacimiento de los Negros. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so the, the, you want to do it? I I sent him a link. You go ahead and do it. So I for everyone out it. there, for everyone who out there who doesn't know, and let's put it out there: JT's wife is Mexican. Okay, Mexican, Mexican American. My wife is a Puerto Rican. I sent out. I sent him a link. I'm sorry. And the reason why I sent it to the group, because, you know, a lot of people ain't, ain't interested in things like that, you know, so I ain't trying to, you know, if you want to, if booty and ass is your thing, booty and ass is your, you know, but I, I I like other things. My mind, my mind works in a different way. Um, so there's a link about in a town in Mexico that has been celebrating uh, Juneteenth Day because it's, it was a place where a lot of slaves escaped oh, yeah. and went down to Mexico and they celebrate Juneteenth Day. Brother, and and, and, and and go ahead, JJ.
2: And the town is named Nacimientos de los Negros,
0: like right.
2: the town of, of the Negroes. You right. You know, and, but they were like Black Indians. You still see a lot of Black Indians in New Orleans, and especially with Mardi Gras celebrations when they have the headdresses and the outfits on. Those are the Black Indians, and in a tradition that's been brought down from several hundred years. And uh. If you go back to it, you know, we're talking about going back home. Even for Mexicans, this is home. The only difference is the border that the white man put up. Mm-hmm. As far as going back to Africa, hey, 90 degrees and hotter, I don't need that shit. <laughs> All right? <laughs> Africa
0: is not the spot scared. for me. South Africa, built a little more industrialized. I know, I know chocolatey. you built for that stuff. You're, you're. But
2: I am not going out in the desert, bro. <laughs> you hunting for food. I like hunting at the grocery store. Because so, just call me one of them booze. Using, right. <laughs> and that's what you got to do. Um, one thing, you know, talking about, as we talked about how you mentioned... How slavery and Lincoln, how there was a divide in the country. And he was hesitant because he didn't want to divide the country more. Um, I think our previous president has divided the country more than what that decision was about freeing slavery and has brought back more racism and people feeling comfortable.
0: That's what he was talking about racism. Yeah, he didn't bring back racism. Yeah, he made them more comfortable to display their racism.
2: Exactly. So what was suppressed before is now blatant and it's out there. And and it's not just even amongst the blacks. They're going after everyone. And it's trying to, they're trying to put out there this white male theocracy across the country. Um, and it's unfortunate that. Even in some churches, they went to worshiping a false idol based on personal beliefs instead of true Christianity. And that's just one way, and I'm going to leave that there.
0: I I, I got to interrupt him now. And we will get into this eventually, because I have my thoughts on religion and Christianity, and you saying true Christianity. And I will say it. That's a sl- Christian, we'll talk about it later. Yeah. We'll talk hey, about it some other
2: time. Topic, this is a whole time. right. Whole topic.
1: right. This is a whole, you can, but you can't. skewed over the. You can't weave it in there, though. You yeah. can't weave that that Christianity.
0: Christianity was taught to the slaves to be subservient, and when you hear, Me you know, opinion. you know, there's always a joke where they have the Muslims on TV and they, you know, the 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 uh, uh, what's it? What was his name? The one that was Malcolm
1: X teacher. Oh my God,
0: Elijah Muhammad.
1: Elijah Muhammad, yeah, yeah.
0: You know they have those those. You know they when they when they're making fun of them or they're showing them, and it, they always had a guy go. Christianity was is a slave's religion, but that's what it, it really is. It's a slave's
1: I religion. I mean, they put so much fear into going to hell. You know what I'm saying? They put so much fear in a in a slave's mind. It may though there were some uprisings, some rebellions. But it made a good portion of them afraid to lash out, So you know what I'm saying, be combative. They taught
2: taught them in the way they wanted to teach them and they taught them the vocabulary that they wanted to teach them so that they could still remain dominant over them and make them subservient. And if you uprise against me, then that's going to be punishment to you from God himself. Uh, But... Going on to the next one.
0: Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. Before we get into that rabbit
2: hole, before we get into that rabbit hole, thank you very
1: much.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, we spoke to Alice in Wonderland, baby.
1: The <laughs> mad to have me a tea
2: party up in this joint. <laughs> so, 4th of July, the meaning has changed over the years for me, no doubt. But it's still a day I can set off fireworks and not worry about getting arrested. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you, you can have bangs and,
0: come, have bangs and booms coming from your house and not worry about the police rolling by. Mike And good barbecue. I still celebrate that. <laughs> but the
2: meaning of it has changed over the years. Uh, going back to some of the stereotypes and when you were saying Lincoln and Frederick Douglass and Seeing an education level. Right. And they started seeing the educated black man, like, wow, how is he smarter than me, this and that? Well, you know what that is related to nowadays and what we came up with, like maybe the past 30 years or so? When you go speak to a person and you speak educated, fluent, articulate, you're not like the others. How many times have you heard that one?
1: I don't yeah, I don't heard that. Yeah, I definitely heard that oh, one.
2: Oh man, wow, you're so intelligent. You're not right. like the others. Well, what's the others? Tell me what the others. What's are. the others?
1: The others so, is what they put on TV, it,
2: it, and it's just the stereotypes that are put out in TVs, movies, and a lot of our own people in oh, the entertainment yeah. industry oh, are me- the now day jesters, jigaboos. Um, what's the other word for it?
1: Oh, Minstrels, right the minstrel show, brother.
2: Them. Yes. Yes.
1: The Mickey, the Mickey Mouse's, huh? exactly that's what they become that's
2: what they become and and it's it's so unfortunate going on the Juneteenth a little bit more it's um it started off basically mostly in texas because that was where they had yeah that's where yes and and that's like hey we celebrate now we know we free so it did start off in texas then it started growing nationwide do you know that Milwaukee has the second or third longest running Juneteenth celebration going on? Did not know. Years.
0: But that's that's yeah. from that's from people coming from Texas and Louisiana coming up to, to Milwaukee yep. and then celebrating it. You know, and Mississippi. That's, that's, yeah, Mississippi. All those.
1: Yeah,
0: and celebrating. So, it.
2: fifty years this year of official Juneteenth celebrations here in Milwaukee. So that is a good accomplishment, and we're actually ranked within the top three. In the country for juneteenth celebrations mm. so that is another positive i will say that day there um that i worked there it was a great event and everybody was cool that day well, everybody that what,
0: was cool. that was a real contest huh that was a no rib contest. that was the day, oh. the, real oh. contest
2: the day before okay. but we we had our our company there that day and uh Black-owned company is a funny thing, too, because I had to uh, enlighten her that, you know, it's a federal holiday now. She yeah. goes, Father's Day? I was like, no, Juneteenth. Juneteenth. So, you know, we got to get holiday paid. We got to get pay. off.
0: Yeah, we got to get off.
2: We got to get holiday paid to have us work. Right. <laughs> so that that got approved. Uh, <laughs> but it was <laughs> nice. It was nice walking through there, seeing all those people. And I'll send you guys some pictures, too, because I took it from down the street. And it went from... Um, it was actually north the north the chambers, almost like around Atkinson, all the way down past Center Street.
1: Yeah, the parade went. So, yeah, the parade covered all that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So it was it was large. This is one of the biggest events I think I've seen at Juneteenth. You know, I haven't been there probably about eight years. It's one of the biggest events. A lot of vendors and everybody was enjoying themselves. It was like a black state fair, almost, in, in a sense. That that was the type of crowd that you had there. It was crowded, but people saying, excuse me. Nobody was getting a little agitated attitudes, nothing like that. So that was something positive that I did see from there. And I'm so glad that we didn't reinforce a stereotype by certain bad behavior that day. Because you know that would have been front center
1: on the yeah, news. The front center.
0: 2 shot at Juneteenth or something
1: like yeah. that. Well, it yeah. had been, though, a handful of years ago, some things popped off right afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Back yeah. in the some day. Things yeah. popped off right afterward. But the police presence down there... um, is ridiculous. Massive. It is. They have them on top of buildings. They, you know, I don't know if they have horses down there this year, man. Um uh, the horses, horses went on- a
2: parade from the from the black cowboys and everything. No,
1: I'm saying with police on horses.
2: <laughs> but the police went on horses. They were there was a lot of foot patrol. Yeah. Um yeah. a little bit of bike patrol, but mostly foot and then the, the uh motorcycles throughout.
0: They got they got but, police presence. They got police presence like that for the Harley, Harley uh, Memorial Day thing. Actually, yes. Do that? Actually, okay. yes.
2: Okay.
0: Yes. I just because- want to make sure.
2: Oh them yeah them Harley cats get a little wild man Oh, really? yeah that's what I'm saying
0: that's what I'm saying you know in this city they do <laughs> in
1: this city they do because them Harley cats man yeah
2: because you don't want oil and water to mix you know what I'm saying right right <laughs> so they do Um. so so you have you have that going on um going through two is like uh so my my uh, co-instructor the guy um, that I work with white dude so he don't have kids but you got two dogs so a lot of people come around saying happy Father's Day happy Juneteenth I mean he says happy Juneteenth but he feels a little awkward <laughs> because um, just think about it he um, he understands it. But do you really say Happy Juneteenth to a white dude? No. Think about that one for a moment. Although they're yeah. in the crowd, did you say Happy Juneteenth to them? Boom I guess quiet. that's still A courtesy, I would still
0: need to figure out. Hey, they can celebrate. They can celebrate. You know, and there are people who are white who are generally happy yeah. for the liberation and the equality of black people, you know. So, you can't say Happy Joke Team Town.
1: And there are are other nationalities or other races that are entrenched in our culture.
2: Yes. Well, it was a very diverse crowd. I will say that, like I said, the state fair crowd, it was a very diverse crowd um, being there. You know, even having like the governor there, you know, Cavalier was there. Mandela was there. So you had a variety of not only politicians, but then when you have like certain agencies, banks, um, healthcare agencies, this and that coming through with a diversity of staff, walking with their banners and everything else, celebrating, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. But it's just like, for me, it was like one of the first times I really paid attention, like, wow. So they say happy Juneteenth. Now me knowing him, he cool. You know what I'm saying? But for some other people, maybe on that Packer thread, you can't say happy Juneteenth to
0: them. You're going to say Happy Father's Day. Oh no, I'm still gonna say happy Juneteenth to you. Right. Cause, <laughs> you say, <laughs> cause, cause <laughs> you're gonna say, th- say happy fourth of July to me. Exactly. So I'm gonna say happy Juneteenth. Exactly. To you.
2: It, exactly. And understand. And understand. So those are just some of my things. And the last thing I want to talk about that. I don't know if you see on CNN over the weekend, um, a couple other days, now Juneteenth has become commercialized, like you said, in a worldwide event. Mm. Now they're having worldwide concerts so that people can the make money. money off of Juneteenth. So I'm saying, I'm looking at this like, wow, Juneteenth worldwide celebration. Okay, it's good you bring in attention to it. But when it becomes worldwide.
0: When it becomes a grift.
2: And I'm seeing these commercials and you see the advertisements. Is it really about celebrating Juneteenth or is it
1: about or making money? Another way to
0: make money, brother.
1: See, make money. Good point, JT, because that makes me think about when we were growing up, we listened to rap music nonstop. Mm-hmm. You know, so we listened to rap music nonstop. When it started going mainstream, and being commercialized, I took offense to it. I want those artists to make money. You know what I'm saying? Something they love to do, but I took offense to it because folks start profiting off of it who didn't love the music, and went mainstream, it went commercial, it got watered down. I don't want that to happen to Juneteenth. We're gonna, you know, get, I want it to be out there but not to a point where it started getting watered down, and the true meaning starts getting you know swept under the rug, and what it actually means. Um, I wanted to hold on to rap music as ours, though other kids were listening to it and buying and making you know making those you know artists go platinum and double platinum or whatever. But I felt like this is our music, and then once it went mainstream and once it changed um, the whole, to me, the content of the lyrics and whatnot, just kind of got watered down. And I don't want Juneteenth to get watered down.
2: So in that same aspect, going to the music business, um, some people are doing what Andre 3000 did before. So when they did that speaker box, right. And Andre 3000 did, Hey, now, right that was like crossover dance music, right? And he probably made more money from other cultures than he did from his own culture. And they called him a sellout, this and that. Your boy Drake just put out an album that's more of a dance album, more crossover hip hop. It's not like all hood. He getting slack for that. But Drake is like, hey, I can make money from them too. Beyonce put out a dance song. She gets some flack from that. But why can't she make money too? Why can't she cross over in the industry? Because it increases the message, the audience, the money. That's what it's about. People stole rock and roll back in the day. People stole blues back in the day. People stole jazz back in the day. Hold on. People stole hip-hop and funk back in the day.
1: So all all the music genres.
0: Hold on. You just reminded me of something. So for Father's Day, I went to, my, my family took me to see Top Gun, which was a damn good movie. Well, I'll tell you that Top Gun had me out there. Oh, get a maverick, get a maverick. But anyhow, the pre, you know, the, the the what do they call it? The the clips they run before. Previews. Beforehand. Previews, there we go. The previews, they had the Elvis movie. And in that Elvis movie, they're showing him and they're showing black people running the Elvis and like, oh, swoon over Elvis. And I'm like, we're making up shit now. Because he yeah. done stole their
1: music. They were mad That's not historically the
0: accurate. That is that not was... accurate at
1: all, brother. Stole the whole, so everything he sung, he stole it. He he re- revamped it. He, his, his his house, I think it was a, somebody he knew,
0: it was a black woman he knew, would take him some, like to those, introduce them to those, uh, like the juke joints and all that, and he would hear that music. And he basically fluffed it up. And it's like, come on, let's not, let's not, let's not again, it's the it's the the washing of history. Let's not do that,
1: man. Tell the truth. And that's why oh. I don't I don't want Juneteenth to get watered down. I want that's, the vendors that's I what want we're the going. vendors to make their money because it's, the money. it's time as a black people, we we think about food. We we go to every every restaurant. And enjoy that food, man. If it's, you know, Mexican, Chinese, or Italian, or whatever, so people can sell their culture to us. I mean, I want I want our culture. I want our thing. I would love it to make money. Just don't water what, water it, down. Is, what it is, man. Don't, don't water
0: it. it down. Don't be out here. Everybody on your, uh, your board is, is, is a white man and you out here talking about Juneteenth and equality and all that, don't be pushing that shit that way. That's what I'm saying. Be genuine about it. You can say you could support it, but don't be trying to grift off it when and you're talking about equality and all that. And, and, and you making it... He's People on the podcast can't see that. He, <laughs> oh. <laughs>
1: he, they <laughs> watch it, like, it. It looks nice, though.
0: They can watch it. They can, yeah, watch, they can watch it. Yeah, we they We're going to be on shirt. YouTube soon. They can watch it. They can watch it.
1: Hey, man, by is that, the, a, is that a By premium? the way...
0: Get, follow us on Twitter at GeneratingX. Twitter. You can follow, you, can, you know, we'll be on YouTube soon. We'll have a YouTube channel soon. So, everybody, and you can email us at GeneratingX414 at gmail.com. Now, nah, I didn't put that out there. Let's continue. you. Go, Thank you.
2: There you go. No, Good I, marketing, I put, man. I'm going to put two plugs out there, Two like for like a show and a song, um, based on some of the things we talked about today. Um the minstrels and, and, and in the way that culture is being represented, I always go back to the Lupe Fiasco song, bitch, bad. bad bitch, yeah. Right, right. That's you got to watch that video and yeah. it'll give you a better perspective and understanding of how we could do better and how we could be better. Yeah. But we're teaching the younger generation the wrong way and the wrong meanings of things. Uh, we need to put things better in perspective. Be more professional. Be more respectful.
0: And hey, um, stop listening. People. Stop. Stop listening to the radio and calling in all that. Because I turn on the radio in the morning when I'm taking my daughters to camp, and the first thing I hear is Big Dick Energy at seven o'clock in the morning. I'm like, turn off the radio. Like you turning my daughters into a hoe talking about Big Dick Energy. Come on.
1: Well, if you that want a head. good,
0: stop calling in and asking for those songs. Stop calling and that shit.
1: Man. If you want a good, I, I I find myself listening more to talk radio though local yep. talk radio local talk radio Then I do listen to music or sports radio I listen to sports radio too um especially during you know, football season but it's a it's a good local radio station um 10 point, 101.7 the truth I'm gonna get him a plug hey, we're not yep. getting paid yep. for it yeah but they, they 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 kick the knowledge um black topics um I tune in almost a whole day when i can when I don't have meetings or whatnot. Um, I learned about local politics, um, I learned about, uh, history, inventors that, you know, we never even heard of, and I haven't taken African American history classes, and you know, so I'm learning about, because those folks were swept under the rug, you gotta dig deep to find these certain, um, monumental, you know, Black Americans, um, that we just weren't taught about, we weren't learned, so, yeah, I understand what you're talking about, certain talk radio, I'm not going to give them names or whatever, but if you want to hear something local from um, Milwaukee, 101.7 is the true. They were down at team. They had them a little, you know, a little yeah. float or whatnot, man. And they, hey, they deep. Um All the hosts are black. They do have um, black, I mean, white guests or other other races of people there. But it's, it's a good education. It's good entertainment. And it will make you think a little bit too. And then it's it's... It's um, they take call-ins from individuals like us or whoever. It's so much knowledge out there that we have. So much I've learned from just folks just calling in, kicking the knowledge and sharing their opinions, and you know, and sometimes their facts or whatever. So it's good listening. Um, if you want to listen to something, if you want to get your your kids off of the, off the you know the radio that's a bad influence or whatever, eh, turn on that one, man.
0: Right. Yeah. Can I say this, too? This just reminded me what you were talking about on the talk radio. It reminded me of a text that our group had, a text exchange, about how they were dissatisfied with the Alderman in our city. For anybody out there listening that has the potential to run, if you think you can make this city a better place, run for Alderman. Money. don't let don't let somebody who's been sitting in the alderman seat for 30 35 years keep their seat because obviously they ain't doing shit. if you're dissatisfied bring in some new blood and that goes back to our, one of our first episodes where i say term limits we need to have term limits on city alderman like all elected positions should have term limits because ain't nobody should make a career out of sitting in the seat just collecting money and not doing shit. and go vote go vote Even if it's not a big presidential
2: election, go vote. Down down ballot, ballot. local elections,
0: go vote. And what are we going to talk about? We're going to get into next week. Next week might be a little hot. We're going to talk about the 4th of July. We're going to get more into the 4th of July, baby.
1: So JT can pop off
0: some some
2: fireworks, man. We might be talking about some other hearings that are going on, too.
0: Oh, we're gonna uh, catch those, but they, yeah. we gonna catch those sometime in July because they postponed
2: it. Come on. Yeah. We talk so um too, what you're talking about too with the culture and, and everything else. Um, my other plug is, you know, I like the show Atlanta, I ain't gonna lie. But that episode Trini to the bone. Yes. Where that couple mm-hmm. had the nanny
0: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> and, and their son knew more about her culture mm-hmm. than he did about his own family, his own parents.
0: Mm-hmm. He felt more comfortable with her. That than he did with his own that, parents. That whole this that whole season of Atlanta, this past one. Great. Remember Man. I texted you I text you after yeah, the first yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. I, was, <laughs> I was like Atlanta's off the hook. They got an episode called the the big payback. And it's about the reparations. Yes. Man, you gotta watch that. You gotta watch
1: that. Episode. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah, I've never watched any everyone, episode, so I might have to check that one you out. Yeah, an yet?
0: You never watched Atlanta?
1: No, man. You, you know what, bro? This, you gotta watch Atlanta one, episode one. I am have to this check that one, one out, man. One, when it, it comes to watching one. stuff, when it comes to watching stuff, like y'all see this right here, I fall asleep, man. This gray, man, I boom. I cannot watch a and series. The
2: thing you get a player, so you can DVR it, man. If you're paying for real cable or Direct
0: TV, you could do also.
1: Can I give a <laughs> yeah, I to what you mean? One more show, okay, man.
0: <laughs> one one more show that I like. One more show that I like. Abbott Elementary, y'all need to watch that.
1: Oh, Abbott
2: uh, elementary. elementary is the bomb. I'm taking
1: notes. Movies. I'm taking notes. You said Abbott.
2: Abbott like Elementary. Yep.
1: Okay. Abbott Elementary. Right. P Valley. The guy
0: from uh, Everybody Hates Chris, the, the kid Chris, he's in. He's in that.
1: Oh, he's in that one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It, How's his acting it, it, in that one? He's good. He's good. He's good. He's good. Okay, okay. And His name uh, is Gregory too. The younger
2: too. teacher, she's oh, actually man, the, the producer enough. and writer.
1: You
0: said what? The young teacher and the black Yeah, lady she's the writer. She's the, the writer. Producer. Yep. producer she, and writer she named she named the series after her uh um, grade school teacher, the one who inspired her. So okay, her, yeah. her grade school teacher was named Abbott, so she named it Abbott. And, and
2: it's a re, it, it's like a reality comedy, like The Office type of yeah. thing.
0: but so it's about it's about an inner city school in Philadelphia and them just trying to get funds and trying to teach these kids and working with less than. It's good, it's good, good
1: show. I gotta check them yeah, out man. then. We got I any mean, more juice?
2: Li- uh-huh. That library scene where they're trying to get the wings. Oh. And, like, and they was like,
0: you only have one? What? <laughs> oh, the principal in that boy. she cracks me up. Man. She cracks hey, she me like,
2: up. She's like, give me a chair so I can fall off it again.
0: So, all right, we got any more Juneteenth? We got any more Juneteenth? We good? We good for the (laughs) next? Before 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 we get into the show, before we get into the show. Tell me
1: something, though. Why did it take George Floyd to get murdered for Juneteenth to get some notoriety? You know what I'm saying? Like, why do we have to have something so tragic? And I know, I mean. Right. But can I say this, though?
0: It could have been a national holiday earlier, but it couldn't have been Obama. And you know why it couldn't have been Obama. Cause they would have been like, oh, look what he's doing. So it couldn't have been Obama. Had Hillary Clinton got elected, it probably would have been during her her time. Yeah. Um, But of course the other guy 45 was never gonna do that. So Joe Biden,
1: you know. I just hate to see, like I said, the tragedy where people started taking notice then.
0: Yeah, after um, a after man dies,
1: Yeah. You know, died in that manner. You know what I'm saying? In that manner. Um, but hey, something to but, about. But bro. that's,
0: that's, unfortunately there's 10 to 20 George Floyds every, every year, brother. Right, right. Yeah. It was only this one. This one just, just got caught on, on camera. And it got was, caught it was, on camera. So egregious. Yeah, so egregious that yeah. they had to do something about it. But you see, you I see mean, it's, it's probably been it's so probably been life I to do for 20 minutes. But it's probably been literally. two or three, yeah, probably been two or three other murders of, of, of black men unjustified in, in Minneapolis in Minnesota in that area since then. So
2: even the, even the in the place that it no happened,
0: thing. they ain't gonna stop. It.
2: The no-knock uh apartment. That's yeah, the, the guy I was right sleeping, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and they they cleared him. They cleared him. Yeah, they cleared him. That one, what was it? Was it in Grand Rapids where dude shot him in the back of the head? Yeah. I think he getting charged with second degree. The officer getting charged with second degree because, you You know, know, that wasn't called for
0: Again, that's why I say, and I've said it in previous ones, they need to have a psychological exam predictive index for police officers. Not everybody should be able to get a badge, bro. Not everybody should be able to get a badge.
2: Yeah. And, and it's and unfortunately, but still to this day, there's some parts of Florida, Georgia, Louisiana, and Texas you don't need to be at after dark. No. And, and, you
0: really and, don't. Because you, you may me... disappear.
1: <laughs>
0: Never mind. I ain't gonna get into that. We'll, we'll go down. Rabbit hole we don't wanna go down. Never mind. <laughs> All these damn just... rabbit holes. Yeah, I know there's a lot be, of it's a lot of, of rabbit holes in
1: this yard,
0: A lot of rabbit holes in this yard, brother. Watch your feet, watch your hands.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's just, you know, hey, it is what it is. All right. I, I just okay, let me end it on this one. Since we got into this. When people say defund the police, this is what they're talking about. And I want to bring up New York City. Do you realize that New York City paid uh puts about, I think it's like 14 billion or something, It's a crazy number, into their police force, right? They added another 240 million this year, Eric Adams, fake Democrat. They added another 240 million to that budget. But you know where they took it from? The public schools, the education, the homeless, and the mental health. So basically oh, what you're doing is taking away from the things that can prevent the crime and putting it to a police officer. The police officer com- comes after the crime is done, right? Because if I got a if I got a mental health problem, I don't give a fuck how many police officers are up. I'm going to commit that crime, I'm going to shoot that person, I'm going to stab that woman, I'm going to kick that child, I'm going to do all this stuff. Then the police come around and they arrest me. And then I'm in the industrial complex to make money, free slave labor, right. slavery still alive, even though Juneteenth was 1865, free-ish. Not really free. But you see what I'm saying? And, and people say, oh, when you say defund the police or whatever it is," what they're saying is take those resources. We don't need tanks. Police ride around in tanks and armored vehicles and shit like that. Little man on the street, he ain't got no damn, he ain't got no, uh, was it the, the hand cannon, the howitzers or whatever they call them, joints. He ain't got that. He got a little, uh, you know, ping, ping, pew, pew, one of those joints. Maybe you got an AK. But if we take ed- put money into education, mental health, helping homelessness, that will decrease crime over adding more money to police who don't need more money. To do what? Sit outside for an hour and a half while children are being slaughtered in a classroom? That's all I'm gonna say. You see right at home, this is where I didn't wanna go, brother. Right. This is where
1: I didn't wanna go. This this may be the extended version of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, man. I know, we don't yeah, get it. Saying? We, giving, hey, we giving them bonus. Bonus, <laughs> bonus episode. So let's wrap this up.
0: Let's wrap it up, though. Let's wrap it up. All right, everybody. Anybody else got anything to say on your team? Nope, nope. But I warn people. I warn people on the podcast. On the description, we go off script all the time. We talk about anything, everything. Oh no, that's what, this is what it time. is. Coming from a,
1: you know, a Gen X perspective, man. Yep. You know, that's that's all we we give them the real, um, our viewpoints, and that's what it's all about, man. There
0: we go. There we go. Well, all right, everybody. Be- be ready because I don't know what's gonna happen in the next <laughs> I don't know what's gonna happen for real in the next episode. It might get a little testy. In fact, what oh man. All right, everybody. See you later.
1: Bye. All right, peace. <laughs>